bless you all. Thanks for joining us. Already. We'll see you guys logging on on your Facebook and um, Twitter, Instagram, and all the places that we're broadcasting from. And especially okay. from the website, we see that there are a lot of people joining us right here, right now. And uh, of course, the Boom Bar, if you've never been a part of the bar, it's it's just what it, what he says it is. It's a bar, you see? That's what it is. Uh, we got uh, we got drinks. We have uh, water and um, another type of water, you know, two types of water mixed together with water and ice makes more water. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. Yes, sir. My name is Ola Dolko. That's what our name is. In case you do not know. For real though, man. Our name is Ola Dolupo. It's a very uncommon name. And for the first time... Okay, we're in, really doing this. In our lives. We're really doing we this. finally saw two people on Facebook that actually shared this name. It's kind of surprising though. I, I Honestly, this isn't what I would do. But a part of me wants to actually reach out to them like, Hi, where did you get my name from? <laughs> you know, can I have my name back? You know, and you know it's kind of funny where everybody always says ah that your name i've never heard it before true. i would really like to meet somebody that actually like hi like we can kind of share our weirdness together yeah and maybe have a party maybe but seriously guys let's talk about a whole lot of things that's bedeviling our country you know <laughs> Yo, man, yo, Egbo, what's up? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, counting down to your birthday, Adi. Adi, boy. Adi, Adi, son, yeah. We're counting down to your birthday. Uh, but, of course, um, seriously, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. It's um, it's really nice to have you guys out there. It's been a while. Um, we didn't do a lot of work off, you know, the program. We've been doing a lot of recordings and stuff, creating new programs, trying to just basically build something huge here on Boom Radio NG. Yeah. Basically, um, we hope that at first, I actually want to thank everybody for hanging in there. It's been a little bit, but you know, it was supposed to make everything better. Yep. We hope it is better now. We actually, it is better now. Actually. It is better, it is better now. So you're going to see a lot more of this. And with better service from us, it's going to be much, 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 much fun. <laughs> much much fun you know so um the boom bar for those of you who've never heard about it or seen it or done anything about it it's really about um music sports entertainment politics and everything in between like we like to say of course um it's done uh, with um drinks because it's a bar and that, that's what we like to do we know that um, life is good and people really like to have the good life live the good life and that's what we know but while you're doing that we talk about serious issues in a fun way you know because there's a whole lot of stuff going on but three things that we really want to focus on today three things um one sex for grades the bbc report by that amazing 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 i think it was really it was very um brave very very brave very it's a brave. very 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 brave thing to do yeah. because it's something that has been it's basically been a menace sex for great is a big it's, issue it's been a menace for years and years and years and years on end but so, the truth the, yeah? sorry if i cut you short i didn't mean that the truth is it goes beyond sex for grades we're gonna yeah. look at it from different perspectives even from the angles that you might want not 
think about at times because you know it's not a one-sided thing you know some people actually offer some yes. are being propositioned all sorts of things that we'll talk about because we all experience these things uh, in nigerian schools now this, there's a research and they're saying that it even goes as low as secondary schools the secondary school kids are also experiencing yeah, yeah. sex for yeah, grades. it's very, it's very, 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 very prevalent. Second yeah. thing, the second thing that I will that I think is affecting a lot of us, a whole lot of us, especially if you're in Lagos, and if you're around two sides, maybe as in what I mean by two sides is the two ends of Lagos. Mm -hmm. Looks like the beginning of Lagos for some people, yeah, and the other extreme end of Lagos, yeah. And, um, and in between too. And in between too, but no, they... Yaba is not an extreme. Yes, <laughs> Suler is not extreme, I agree. But they do not have as much permanent flooding <laughs> as I have in my, on my streets. They do not have permanent flooding. <laughs> I do. I'm a witness to that. To be honest, it's really not funny. It's not a laughing matter. It's not. On all. Saturday... Saturday evening, I was at Lekki around um, Jacondé. Oh, my God. I, you know the funny thing? I thought it was a lot of flood. Only for me to wake up this morning. Ha! Okay. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about uh, flooding, yes. the issues with flooding, as it concerns Lagos especially, but other parts of the world and Nigeria. Yeah, extension. exactly. Um, it's so bad that... Uh, the, uh, there's a university in Undo State that Neymar has told the state government to relocate. It's one of the stories that we want to take a look at. Then, of course, number three. Um, police. Let's just put it as police. Yes. Because but now... She said please. Eh? She's not begging you. Let me call it the way no, we call it. No, it's please. Police. It's please. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying your English is wrong. I'm, of course it's not wrong. I'm just saying... <laughs> For me to appeal to my own people, for people to understand, police. probably police here yeah. about police, and there's a report, fantastic undercover work done by a journalist, yeah, Shoyombo, yeah, has done an amazing job for the cable, and that story is uh, going viral. It hasn't gone as viral as we wanted to, so we want to talk about uh, the story we, we read. Ready, so we'll do a recap of it and let's talk about your own experiences also um have you ever been unjustly arrested by the police like i have have you ever been locked up unjustly like have you i have okay i have been you okay. know um twice actually okay. and twice in surreal somebody are so the police would um, do all sorts of things. Now, not every policeman is bad, uh, like we'd like to point out. But let's talk about the good things that they do, when they do good things. And we'll talk about the bad things too, because we need to be able to speak the truth to power so that we can actually move forward in this country. And there are a lot of things are wrong. Like, seriously, a whole lot of things are wrong, you know? So we need to talk about these things that are wrong so that uh, we can get solutions because there are solutions everywhere. Yeah, so, basically. Are you expressing the flood? Let us know. Do you know anything about the flood? And uh, are you one of those very, very wicked people on social media poking fun at lucky people? And let me tell you the truth. Some of you would live in lucky if you could afford it. 
That's very true. That's the truth. That's very true. And that's totally true. We seem to have lost our humanity. I posted a video and uh, I got calls. I got call from one of my nice boys, um, BJ, and he talked about his own experience at Lambert and all of that. I'm not going to go into that. Mm -hmm. But we both concluded that we've lost our humanity. Why do we poke fun at people who are going through a trying time? It's not right. And it can happen to anybody at any time. Okay. You know? So, um, where do we start from today now? Let's start from uh, sex for grades. Okay. You know? I'm sure that if not everybody, at least a lot of people have seen the um, the documentary, sort of. Yeah. Can you pass the ice, please? And um, it was shown Thank you. that um, a lot of these things happened. Of course, we could see it. It's not an allegation. Well, there was, there's video. Evidence. There's video, so it's far from being an allegation anymore. Let, let, let's talk about the video evidence. Let's talk about it first. No cold room. The cold room. Have you had the cold room experience? Should I should I be honest? <laughs> you know what person that that whole pe issue pained me for the most? Ooh, the eh? pastor. Not the pastor. Who? Isn't that the pastor that said that he wants to commit suicide? Uh, <laughs> That's if you uncle, I'm sorry, or if this sounds very inhumane. If you drink sniper, you will not die. If you fall down with a lucky bridge. Sorry, the fisherman will catch you. I saved you. I saved you. <laughs> if you drink hypo, you will pee it out. Your thing will happen to you. Don't deceive yourself. Very much. The person that would I say I don't know the English to use, but the one I pity the most them um, mm. is the guy that the documentary wasn't about him. But then saw a lady on the corridor and then decided to include himself. Is that someone that he didn't know? You don't even know if she's a student or not. Wait, and, you know that. <laughs> if that's this, this is a perfect example of when your village people are following you. Because I don't like, you know, when you are on the main road, there is a ditch. Just go around the ditch. I'm no. Waiting. You decide to willingly, willingly. Jump you know this. that the other, the pastor man, uh -huh. he was actually um, approached and all that. It was, you, it was were, you were not approached. Mm -hmm. You were not. No, nobody even knew you from anywhere. You just decided to do you. Mm -hmm. You know. That, uh, and I trust the village people. You're basically talking about one of the um, one of the people out there. Yeah, the second um, University of Lagos lecturer. And uh, Said, you know, like, you know, what's your Sabi? It says, yes, boss, my Ogogoro master. <laughs> Oga, this one, Nakore Boomba. Now, Boomba. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's a bar, man. You see, I'm not drinking water. It's water. Yeah, we see. Now. See now, water. Yeah, we now. It's water. Why you see. Like what, it's cool. This looks like a to you. No, it's not. Please don't spoil my, my, my name. Okay, your very precious name. Yeah. So, I 
know that this whole issue. Okay, let's cut it from being playful. Yeah. I know that if you watch the whole video, Kiki Modi said that that the first reason why, and I was looking at a tweet a few days ago. She actually got um, a scholarship from a school. Yeah. Because she was saying she, she actually tweeted, yeah, she couldn't finish university because a lecturer decided to just be, be himself, be himself, <laughs> and she was first to drop out of school. And she was tweeting that she just wants to get a degree and actually attend her own graduation and all. And apparently, I think somebody, um, a school reached out to her and all. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. But then, speaking of the issue on about, about about sexual grades, the main problem that I see with most of these people mm-hmm. is that they feel is this I, I I don't know if it's a god complex. Hmm. The fact that you feel that you are, or they no. are actually. Let's be honest, they are actually. <laughs> bigger than the person mm. and in everything there's nothing this person has against you so you feel that because you are better than this person in every way at least then you need to use your influence to and use this so-called powers mm. to frustrate the person to get at the person just because just because you can just because you can. And I think it's a very sick way of doing things. A second side to this is where, and I asked this question on Twitter, and I actually got a few responses about how this idea of clergymen and sexual immorality, not, not sexual immorality, Sexual harassment is becoming a thing. And I'm wondering, okay, what's the main idea? Uh, on that part, I, I feel that a lot of clergymen, a lot of them, I'm not saying all, but a lot of them actually feel that... Um, okay. Sorry. A lot of them actually feel that um, there's nothing God is going to do to them. Like, God is up there and they're down here and they're going to do anything. Then before the end of their time on earth, they will walk into the quiet place or an altar and they'll go and make it right with God and say... Well, who says that you're driving out and you're not going to have an accident and die? That's the way they think. Look, people who do these things don't even you know negative. Also, a negative remember that you were talking so about it. Two things. Two... And they don't believe God. God, if you yeah that's what i was going to say like i got a few replies from you you were like that you feel that they don't even believe in the god that they preach and a part of me actually agrees because it's like what's the point of preaching something you do not it says it says practice what you preach and if you feel give me an example sorry i I cut in um someone who is like an ifa priest Mm -hmm. or a worshiper of Shongo mm-hmm. or any other deity, if you tell him to swear by Shongo, he will swear by Shongo based on what you're asking him to do. Yeah. But I doubt if you ever catch a Shongo worshiper who will swear by Shongo 
on something that they don't believe they in. They don't believe in. Exactly my point. So what's like the idea of what you're doing, which I totally agree because when you look at it, if your books, your holy books have something written about these things and there's some set of punishments, it means that you don't believe those punishments are going to accrue to you. It means you do not believe what you're preaching to people. That's one side to it. Another side to it was another um, understanding I got from Twitter. And I kind of also agree to it. And it's because I think it was my aunt that replied. And she's like that. These people that say something some of us keep forgetting. And it's the fact that these people are men before they became clergymen. And that the problem with them is that they have not even shed off that man manly mm-hmm. if i'm allowed to say that yeah. that manly attribute in them is more like someone that lies because you become a christian or become a muslim doesn't mean you will stop lying it has to be a deliberate effort on your side do you understand yeah. basically so she's like that these people no matter how much of um, religion or spirituality they seem to have because they have not consciously decided to shed off that part of them, it will still continue to shine through, to shine through because it is who they really are. So so that's one aspect of this uh, sex for grace issue and largely because of uh, one of the um, uh, alleged uh, perpetrators is um, a pastor yeah. of a church and a lot of people have now uh, juxtapose that with the previous trending rape case involving a pastor. That's the pastor of a church in uh, Abuja. Um, um, Koza. Yeah. And, and the allegations and the and the steps that were taken almost immediately by this other church. So people are saying, okay, the other church is standing by their pastor regardless. And why this church is saying, Pending investment, you are even suspended. Just even just go home, home first. And one of the ladies in in that hour long video was talking about how the pastor was trying to get fresh with her while preparing his salmon notes. And I'm assuming that he must have gone on from the there that day. to the pulpit. That that's what shocks me. Like, so, okay, how do you reconcile that? Like, is it that <laughs> you really just? out of the blue is it that you just suddenly develop amnesia i think there's zero or they have split personalities or i don't get it like you just i think zero your they zero their minds like you said maybe that can be defined as a split personality but you're able to compartmentalize to say this is me the pastor this is me the randy lecturer okay this is me the good husband and father and this is me, the other guy. I'm sorry. Know? I'm sorry. If that is truly possible, and if it's maybe some sort of mental illness, then you're not well. It's not mental anything. No, no. no I'm just saying. Oh, ju- just say like, then you're not well. Then it means that you shouldn't be around normal people. Okay. <laughs> it means that's me. If that's the excuse they're going to give, then you shouldn't be around normal people. No, they're not even going to give that excuse. That's just me. Yeah, trying, just trying that, to. That's just me trying to rationalize. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Explain, I, I, I saying. agree. Like, then you, you know? shouldn't be around normal people. <laughs> if you're around normal people, then you should behave like normal people. 
I, I, okay, so still staying with the sex for grades. There's something called an STD. Now, STDs are um, supposed to be sexually uh, transferred diseases. But no, no, no. STDs in this case are sexually transferred degrees. You get. Now, sex for grades, we've looked at the angle where it's men perpetrating this thing against women. Which is very rampant. You get. And really, that really is rampant. the most common aspect mm -hmm. of it. But in, in truth and in deed, if you've attended, because it, it, the, the research was about Ghana and Nigeria. So if, you have, if you've attended a university in Nigeria, you understand what I'm about to say. There's another category of lecturers. And I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that there's another category of lecturers who actually like dating students. And it has nothing to do with grades. In fact, some of those students are not even in their classes. Yes, their I, I kind of everything. agree. I kind of agree. And that also is wrong. Because by law, you're not even supposed to get involved with a student. Now, the other one that I really wanted to link to this one I'm talking about is the girls who go chasing after those marks. You know you've not done well during the session. You know you didn't attend classes because you were busy going from Dubai to... Abuja from Abuja to Potakot. Okay. But you still not go and offer. I'll, okay, can I say something about mm. that? The issue I think I see with that is that when a lady comes to you and says she's offering a particular thing, except it is rape, it has to be a mutual thing. Well, so, okay, carry on. And most of the time, because she's supposed to be the one in in a lower grade, meaning that she basically does not have a lot of things over you, mm -hmm. you can comfortably say no and nothing is gonna happen. Exactly. Now, so it's it's it, the saying no has always been the issue. People yeah. saying no, like a lot of these girls have said no to their lecturers. And they've ended up getting extra years. No, that's no, that's that's what I said. No, no, I'm, I'm 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 coming, Dolu. I'm just building on what you gave me, and it's the same way that if a guy, if a lecturer now comes to a lady, she should be able to say no. But we're praying for a system. We're not praying. We're demanding a system that allows the victim to be able to come out boldly. Or not, but still able to come out to say, no, this happened to me and I'm not afraid to say it. The stigmatization that we tie to people who are victims of rape and um, sexual harassment has kept too many people down. Funny thing. And it doesn't allow them to have the boldness to come out to say, this happened to me, I experienced this, and I don't want to have it anymore. Okay. Part of me agrees with it. But maybe because it's a um, university environment, it's almost like a norm. Look at the sad no norms. That we That's have. what I'm What I'm saying is that the issue of the um, stigma, it's not as much. Because I don't know if it's because it's, um, it's a controlled environment or it's whatever thing we can call it but a lot of times 
it's almost normal. It's like you hear about it and then you just carry on with your day. Yeah. And, so and I don't think it's even a lot about, I feel it's not a lot about the stigma in those cases. It's a lot about the balance. Of course, we know there cannot be a complete balance because your teacher is always definitely, always def definitely, definitely has something over you, the student. But in a situation whereby you, the teacher, knows that if you do such a thing, there will be consequences for your actions. Yeah. And these laws are being enforced. Mm -hmm. Then it would help, it would deter people. Not that he cannot do it, but he knows that if he does it, there will be consequences. Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. We're basically saying the same thing. Because, like I said about stigmatization, it's not only the stigmatization. Now, this is it. Someone gets raped, and the first question people are asking is, what were you doing in his office? What did you wear? You get... Those are not things that should be the first... And again, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, why do you want to bring it out? Do you want to wreck the guy's career? Well, he didn't think about it when he was, you know, <laughs> trying to have the cold room experience everywhere. You know, I'm talking about the cold room where that um, a few hours after that report broke, uh, the um, management of the University of Lagos uh, shut the cold room. You get <sighs> now, cold rooms are supposed to keep things, you know, warm. And uh, <laughs> I didn't mean warm like that, so I'm just joking. <laughs> cold rooms are supposed to keep, keep things cold to preserve stuff, you know, to preserve. So, what happens now? No more preservation, no, uh, yeah. All right, now on a serious tip, sex for grades is a bad thing, we condemn it on all fronts. And what we're asking for is a system that does not. Uh, victimize the victim you know a system that the victim can actually come out you know and get justice you know while allowing the accused their day in court in court so they have allegedly committed these crimes although some of them have Themselves they are not alleged. Video. I'm sorry. These you things know, are not alleged. alleged. This this um <laughs> this word alleged. <laughs> there is evidence. Yeah, but you're not a judge. You're not the jury. Yeah, but <laughs> we're not blind. I said this is the the court of Dolu. But we're not blind. <laughs> You know, we watch and we heard. Yeah, it's not like you say that there is video and there is no audio. Until, there is video and until, audio. Until colored, not even black and white. Until the colored court determines that these people are, have committed this crime. They have. They will still be. They have allegedly committed they have. this crimes. They have. Yeah, so there's so much to talk about sex for. So let's for move on quickly. We really have. Um, we'll, we'll talk about. Um, Flooding next. Yes. And um first things first. Why are we talking about flooding? Because it affects us as a person, me, and us as a people, a body, corporate, and you out there and everybody generally. And it's because there's too much rain. Honestly. Would you eat it for I think I agree that, life, I agree uh, that people say, okay, you people and everybody here. Says that Lagos is dirty, people is dump stuff, that, is yeah. clogged up, uh, there are not enough canals, there are not enough channels, and we speak all that English, uh, the waste is blah blah. 
we agree nobody is fighting that but who else agrees that this rain is too much it's too much uh, god you know you know i love you with the bottom of my heart i know she you does. know i do too but let's reconsider this rain matter yeah you know like like i said last week. can you help us we know you can do it can you help us drink up a little bit no so that that water doesn't go no. come down anymore i even have a like, better request uh, um, uh, what saudi iran uh yemen you know those people they they don't have they, don't have uh, they, they they're really like they go years without rain they, they even they, they end really, up creating artificial they're really in the need can you believe? they're really in need of that rain yeah. at this point i think that give them. we should wear just give us like a few weeks mm. a few weeks where like, like just this a week few that weeks. we are talking about is until next year just a few weeks mm. we were where like i think we're done for don't 2019 don't like 100 weeks <laughs> mm, no, no. but we're done for like a few weeks yeah at least oh, yeah. for the rest of the year we're done at, honestly at 12 weeks let's let's be honest okay first things first other than the fact that this thing is causing a lot of flooding let me tell you personally my own experience. Yeah. Other than the fact that I don't let me go into the details of my house. But <laughs> from the gates and anybody that wants pictures, I will provide pictures for you. In fact, I think I need to post those pictures online. From the gates of my house, yeah? To a few kilometers down the road we officially live in a river word not 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 stream you don't know the first got a how now got a way no we're officially in a river i could literally swim on my street and you know when i moved into that area you know those really large gutters that you know if you fall inside you can actually they can actually forget you inside those are the kind of gutters that they have and you can imagine those gutters getting flooded to the extent that we basically have just one stream instead of instead of gutter road gutter we don't have a whole river just a river and as much as it's funny it is hellish there are people fishing in the gutter literally fishing in the water They're on the street this um special of fish um, this white catfish white catfish if you want let me come and like, pay me i will give you catfish free of charge just pay me Smack for in the middle, in the middle of, the of the road it's that bad in lagos it's that bad on saturday i was at jack on day and the rain in that place the havoc that the rain had caused in that place was wonderful. Let now, me just put it now, like that. The Jack on she is referring to is not a solo. It's no. It's Lekki. Lekki. The Lekkies. And fine, they have beaches. The same way we at Isheri here, we're right behind the Ogun River. Yeah. In fact, now it looks like Ogun River is coming back into all my streets. Word. Like, not, it's supposed to be flowing out. Now it's coming back. And I still feel that as much as there's still at least little that can be done to these things. 
look, for instance, when was the last time Ogunriva got dredged? Uh, dredged? Is there anything wrong with dredging that river? Mm -hmm. If you dredge it, it increases the depth. Depth, yeah. And that will allow it at least take more water mm -hmm. without threatening the communities that live along the banks of the river. And this is a river that stretches through about two or three states. Now, sad part is, we have not looked at the commercial viability of this river. You know, the, the, the fact that um, this river can actually be a channel from Lagos to Ogun, Ogun Oyo, to, yeah. where people will get to um, move goods, you know, from one end of... In large quantities, yeah. yeah? you know, so we all don't have to be on the roads. So someone needs to look into that, you know. So dredge the river and allow barges and boats to run on that river. You can move um, fuel, you know, um, PMS, DPK, and you know that AGO. I feel that know? even if there are, like, accidents of, like, fuel and all on those, go, on go what, on those things, yeah. the... Um, casualties and the havoc that it causes mm. is not as much. Yeah, you see... is contained. The, the, the truth is um, there will be casualties in the air. Yeah. There will be casualties of on course, the rail. Of course, of course. There will be casualties on the road. So, of course, it will happen on water too. But they are really very, very, very uh, avoidable if you follow all the rules that govern yeah, these but things. some things you, still you happen. Have, you, you, have badges, you have badges that move um, vehicles from short distances in different parts of the world. Uh, you know, the New York part, the UK part, they do those things a lot. Uh, in Kenya, I saw one, I was watching um, uh, TV about three days ago. Mombasa in Kenya is one of the biggest um, ports in that side of Africa, and some neighboring countries do not even have access to water so they need to go through the mombasa uh, port and the, the, the barges moving people and vehicles and goods you know so we need to invest in these things to make life easier for each and every one of us now flooding is a global phenomenon so i'm not going to be one of those people that will say ah government government uh, you messed up yeah the lagos no because if you say if you talk about lagos lagos a lot a large part of Lagos is uh, below sea level. Exactly. The, the, the highest point of Lagos Island is 22 feet above sea level. That's the highest point. So that means the lower parts, the lower parts are like 9 feet below sea level. Lekki included. You get. Mm -hmm. But even Ibadan, that is over 200 feet above sea level on the average, still, still has flooding. Still has flooding. Up I, north, I, in I Kaduna saw, and Kano. I saw a picture. They, they got, Flooding issues. I saw a picture of um I think Houston. Yeah. Was Houston and then it was like the whole stretch of area was flooded. Flooded. And someone was saying that you think that is when it's Nigeria, you think ah okay, Niger government didn't do this, government didn't do that. But let's also be honest, it's actually a part of natural disaster. It is. No matter how much we want to do it. Coming from global, the what's the, the um, effects of global warming and all that, there's going to be increased um, occurrences water, water levels, yeah. of these things. And, and again, you know, what we're asking is, since we are just individuals, we do not have the wherewithal, but we have the ideas, so we're giving it out. Dredge these rivers on a regular. 
desilt the canals and the gutters. Desilting is something that should be done on a regular. But when you do not desilt, too much sediment and things will sit in your gutters, sit in the canals, and it will impede the flow of water. But another menace that really causes flooding, and people need to address it, is how on earth do you think that you should dump your trash in the gutter when it rains? I don't even know what I'm I going to say this. about that. One day, it was raining heavily somewhere around um, uh, Itibe in Surulere. I saw it in Mushi live. I was in traffic. The street was flooded and people still came out to dump trash in the gutters. Now, it will flow to a point where it gets stopped by those meshes that people install or to a point where something bigger stops it and it picks mm-hmm. it. And then there's a problem. Then we move away from that. Let's talk about people building houses without factoring in the street level and drainages. So you build your house and you're not projecting and you're saying, let me just build it at this level. By the time the street is constructed, the road is constructed and everything, you find out that your house is lower than the street. It's lower than the street and and that already finds its way right right into your house. And um, I think that's also another thing. We build houses, we don't have gutters. You bought a land. You saw that after there was a gutter path before your house. Common sense should tell you, continue what was there already. Mm-mm. It's just common sense. But since, you're, it's, since you don't have common sense, it's just you will not probably one hundredth of the money used to build the house. It's just common sense. I don't know why you would not factor such a thing. Yes, if your house is older, yes, you can say it was not. But now everybody is more enlightened. We're more um, prone to we we see we're what a, these things. We're thing. more aware of these things. It's just pure common sense. And then the idea of us building houses right on the bit of the road, like yes, we get it. You bought the land. You it's are the owner now. of the land. Are you, are you but there's with something this? called a setback. Are you arguing with them? Is it is it not their land? It's their land. Nobody's no arguing more. with you. But can you please observe that setback? Just observe it, even for yourself, because there's something I always say that one day, one mad governor will come, or one mad local government chairman and says that he wants to expand the road, yes. Uncle. People that have regular houses, that their houses are even legal, They've, their houses have been pulled down because a governor says he wants to build a road. And there's, the highest you will do, that's if you have a C of O, is you would get compensated. Now, look at you. There was one that I know in you in Ibarra that they were, um, I can't remember what road it was. It was a few years ago. And then they were given a notice to back to up uh, it was their walls mm-hmm. that they had to you bring it down They'll bring, you it, bring down it down by yourself by yourself and if you don't they'll bring it down for you they brought and it down you. and you ha- they had to pay the <laughs> government for helping them bring down their fences <laughs> of course. so what 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 like i don't get it what's the plan i then i haven't said that in conclusion government needs to invest in dredging equipment mm-hmm. 
or maybe create an agency since you have agencies for uh, road construction and maintenance mm -hmm. create an agency that is in charge of the waterways the waterways that yeah. will dredge on a regular so if you buy the equipment it will become cheaper on the long run instead of giving it out as contracts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to companies that want to charge you a ham and a leg and for example for somewhere like lagos there are a lot of canals there are a lot of it's going to have to be a continuous, continuous thing effort. so it definitely makes sense to actually have and that way you're even going to get employment for a lot of people they're creating employment you're driving up commerce because the that the the, the um, waterways will pay for itself because it can increase commerce coming into lagos yeah. ogun oyo and all of that so we need to dredge our rivers we need to dredge our rivers we need to dredge our streams on a regular so that water can flow the dams are being released now because we're witnessing unprecedented rainfall statistically we will go and check at the end of the year i think this year has had more rain <sighs> than any other year in the past 20 i'm or not even years. going to see anything with that you know moving on so let's move away from that I move to quickly the three major things because there's so many other things we're we said everything in between yeah still the list of um i think that we should take a bit of those golden boy you know the top 20 um players there's so many things that we're i think we really about. should just do but a bit of these things let's, before let's we finally so, now you people missed last week Baba La royal wedding you did a royal wedding of life the one and only the hey. biggest wedding in the history of Nigeria. You know. The wedding that 48 musicians were playing at the same time. At the same time. And there was no disturbance. Nobody. You missed. Hmm. Yeah, I was there. Hey. 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 It was a serious hey. mara. Should we send pictures? We'll post pictures. Don't worry. But me, I'm going to post because you, you people. You post. Ah, yeah, we'll post pictures. Ah. ah. See, I can see here the music in my head. Wallahi. The music. You, you know. The best part of that wedding mm. was when South Sultan hey. went to play um, talking drum oh, mommy. with um, Wasu. You know. Then I like when this um, guy, Zaki, Zaki Adze, was I at was Nami go marry him. And Bubu now said, Ah, ah you can't marry this one. Oh. Nami, they marry this one. Oh. Say so get. Ah, you people miss wedding. You miss wedding. You miss wedding. Moving on from, moving the wedding, on from the wedding, even if it didn't happen or happened, we don't know. Even but we we know we went even to royal we, wedding we in Abuja, wedding. and uh, this I'm is so the Achebe. Uh, no, <laughs> this is the philander. No, no, no. I'm a groomsman. This is the uh, philander we know okay. now. Are you groomsman? Uh, I was a groomsman. Uh, me, I know. See, ah, see my name. See my name. See. Uh, I see. Anyways, moving on. <coughs> and the people, and the people similar. that went and the people that joke. <laughs> Anyways, so <sighs> apparently, some people were saying that the first wife, the original, the first wife, eh, was um Sorry, around. First, she was first lady. First Ma Ma wife. Ma first lady. First wife. First and only lady. First wife. First lady. First wife. First lady. First lady. We don't have time. Moving on. First wife was moved, was um, shot out of our house. In fact, you know the gist I heard? Mm. The gist Video that... Last year. The gist I heard was that it was because he knew he was marrying another wife. Mm. That's why he did not... Call her the first lady in his first time. Oh, then when they now came for second time, he now call her first. Eh. Oh. 
I locked Bolong That he was still trying who did, to. Who did this to us as a people? Nobody did this to us. See, eh? Look, there are some people. See, there's something that is to see. Can we not think anymore? There's something that is to see. Stupidity. Uh, eh? It's no, contagious. No, it's not contagious. <laughs> but nobody, not every everybody, is eh? It sexually transmitted. At this point, it's probably contagious. Oh. Maybe there is a streak. God. I feel that there's one thing I've noticed there eh, that there's no there isn't monopoly of stupidity. There's none. There's so none. you can expect stupidity anywhere yeah, yeah, at anywhere. any level, whatever any place, who is whoever. Do not be too shocked. So there was a video where the proposed first wife, the first lady, was locked out of her house. Yeah. And no, 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 she was locked in that they didn't want her to go uh, for the wedding. She couldn't go for the wedding. And they didn't want her to go for the wedding. That video was recorded so many months ago. And again, let's talk about that. And video. this person was not even in Nigeria. Somebody that was huh. in the ab- abroad. <laughs> in the London of the abroad. It's shocking <laughs> how people come. Is it no is it just me? But at times, Nigerian stupidity is profound. It's profound. I think that the biggest some perpetrators of lecturers crime, should sit down and lecturers, measure. Yeah. Lecturers that have sold their brain for sex. Some, Forget lecturers. Some professionals should sit down and measure, and measure the stupidity. Of, uh, I don't know whether it is inborn or me, there's something in the water or something in the food. Something in the air. Or something in the air. But there's something oh, I'm going to say. God. Guys, whenever you hear a story, this is a simple First, trick. Rationalize this is a it. simple trick. Think. If it sounds too good to be true, ninety percent of the time it is too no, good to 100% be true. Hundred percent of the time, 100. it's too good, good to be true. Go you 100. know, let's be honest. That's one. No, I'm not gonna argue with you. That's one. I agree with you, Dolu. Two, because we don't have time. Two, open your browser. Google. Go to Google. Just Google. Or, uh, what's the other app? Opera Mini. Opera Mini. Whatever. Firefox. Firefox. Now. Internet Explorer, even though it's as slow as you. Open the box there. Just and type type that story. Ask. There's ask.com. And confirm. Do your research. You see, the saddest part of this is you see, if you don't have journalistic instincts or you do not have any form of training, I don't blame you. But I'm begging you to learn. Just use your common sense. Research before you start to forward. I'm sorry. Things on WhatsApp. There there are some things that we say, and then it looks like it looks like I'm being too extreme. When I first read that story, you know the first thing that came to my mind. Mm. It said that eh, that the woman is a minister. He's getting married. Yeah. And he's getting married to her. Oh my God! Really? And he's getting married to her, and all that blazy blazy. And I'm like, I don't think it makes any sense in the world. This man has, there was no time he was ever married to two women at the same time. Now that he's almost, sorry, worry, but closer to the grave. He's now, and then the woman is now a minister. Imagine. Are you kidding? It wouldn't even be that dumb. What's what's the plan? I know some people think Buhari is dumb. You are entitled to your opinion. But I honestly don't think he's that dumb. So, the thing is, when you hear a story, 
this one something something please just try and do a little bit of research yeah the biggest culprits in this are journalists I saw a couple of colleagues of mine who were tweeting and writing on Facebook. Oh, it was shocking. About this wedding. It was shocking. And how... Uh, Busa 2019. It was hashtag. They created an hashtag for it. Oh, my God. Anyways. People are quite unbelievable. Moving away from that, we saw a video on Friday, and the video is what has prompted what we're talking about now, that uh, Aisha Buhari was prevented from attending the wedding or going to cause trouble she wasn't even in nigeria and the video was recorded months ago Wait. apparently sometime last year she was in nigeria she was the person nigeria. that was the supposed that to be getting married was, married was not in nigeria how does that even happen the apple now they can do e-wedding okay yeah you know you take pictures they can superimpose you can superimpose and no you, know, you won't put pictures you know we people is really uh, you don't have to be there to yeah. do your wedding then, yeah um, that's cool, cool. there's this thing um the word fails me now where they just create like an apparition of you and all of that. Oh, oh. So, yeah, there was a concert sometime that Tupac appeared now because they made him. Oh, it was yeah. a Dre, Dr. Dre tour and all of that. So, so maybe Bwari was going to marry. Okay. You people should want to have sense. Now, let's, have sense. Be let's go to um, this matter. Truly, it happened. Yeah. The first lady had an altercation in Asso Rock. But Asarok is not one also. Asarok is like an estate yeah. with several buildings. And it is reported that at the glass house, um, the building that the, gov- the, the president that, uh, assigned to his cousin, who also works in his government, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he was asked to leave that building for another one so that the president's son can use that to recuperate because the building is closer to the Asso Villa than any other one. And of course... There was an altercation between the uh, cousin, that's the Maman Dawra's daughters, who were asked to go move their, go stuff, move their stuff. And the first lady who said, she has come out to say that she was prevented from gaining access into that building. But the Maman Dawra daughters are now saying that no, what happened was that they were in the process of moving their stuff out, and the first lady broke a glass with a chair, almost injured their sister. But and, why um, would you... You were asked to move out for something. Why didn't you just move? Anyways, quickly before we leave, um, there's this issue of this police extortion. We don't have a lot of time Desire to talk about it. Wherever you are, take a bow. I swear to God, brother, I can't do that thing. Like, go undercover. You know, have I... myself arrested. I kind of... I, I kind of really thought that what kiki modi did was with the sexual grades was very brief but what this man did in a police nigerian police station and nigerian prison you deserve an award a noble laureate it's just because you never know if you're going to survive that thing people die I'm sure he had thought about it because people just go get arrested and before you know it's bam, he's dead. And nobody asks any questions. Nothing happens. The end, the end. We're quick to move on. So the fact that he did all that, he went to he was in detention, then he was moved to prison. Oh my god. It's just Massive shout out to I think you should have a let's have a bit of recap of what happened. Let's talk about the story. So I'd laid the background that about six people have been killed uh, by the police in different cases. Confirmed death 
you remember Kolade, mm -hmm. the guy who was uh, shot at the viewing center. Viewing center. There was a bike man that was shot somewhere in Ogun State over this argument yeah. about 100 naira and all of that. And these are not allegations; these are confirmed cases. So he decided to go underground, and um, he went in. He agreed with one of his friends who went to create a false case. They said that um, uh, he had bought a car for two point something million naira. He had paid only three hundred thousand naira, and after paying three hundred thousand naira, uh, he had failed to pay the balance. So the guy reported Fisayo Shoyombo. They created a new name, Ojo uh, Adijumoke or Olajumoke, and they took him to the police station. He was arrested. The police locked him up. He had to uh, bribe his way to uh, get some safety because he said the inmates were hungry, so he bought food for them, and immediately he became the uh, champ, the leader in the prison. I, I remember that uh, we called him the president. Uh, the different uh, names that different prisons or cells use. You know, I've had my own experiences, and maybe when we have time, we'll talk about my personal experience and all of that. So that's what Fisayo did. Now, Fisayo talked about how he even had his mobile phone with him. You know, so, how is someone arrested and he has access to his mobile phone? Fisayo talked about how um, the police would charge for, uh, they would charge him money for them to help him charge his mobile phone, you know, and how the DPO of the police station even pronounced him guilty before him having his day in court now this report is a three-part report in that report there was a story of um, uh, four ladies who were arrested for smoking indian hemp and their boyfriend or the uh, pimp or uh, whatever the case may be was arrested because he came around too and after a few hours they paid um, they allegedly paid fifty thousand naira and Guess what? They were released. Uh, another guy who had come into Lagos from Bainway State, he um, he <laughs> he didn't have any relatives or anybody, so he, he would walk during the day and uh, look for somewhere to sleep at night. He was arrested by the police with a man who the police knew was a regular drunk who would um, get drunk and sleep anywhere on the street. These guys were arrested, of course, they were asking them to pay bail and all of that. Now, a few days ago, my friend uh, Yomikuku was hanging out somewhere at um, uh, Ikeja and was arrested. How was he arrested? The, the police, they have a system now. They, they went and removed their plate numbers. So then they will leave someone around, an informant will tell you to go to the police station that those are the people who have removed your plate number. You go there to blade to get your plate number, you get arrested, then you bail yourself and your plate number. And of course, my friend refused to give them money. He was locked up overnight and everything. And these are the things that are happening to people. So let's start to talk about this. Why are we, as Nigerians, quiet about these things? Because it's happened to virtually everybody I know who is a male that grew up in Lagos. Okay. A lot of people experience police brutality. Yes. Maybe not get arrested, but yes, people get issues. I remember that I, my cousin, right at the, at just the junction of the house, this happened at Yaba. He was going to buy something, came down from his house, and then they were going to just, they just carried him and they said they were going to, ah, how now? How? How does this work? You don't just, I'm coming, I literally just got picked up. Luckily, he still had his phone with him. 
So he calls his older brother that was in the house. Then that one comes down like, you can't take him anywhere. Yeah. And then when, of course, when the whole issue escalated and then people on the streets now heard, everybody was not like that. No. What did this person do? You just don't pick you people don't pick up. People like that, though. <laughs> that was how we got released. Some people have not been that lucky. Hey, shout out to Jocker Rogers. Yeah, she's watching us live now. Hello. Big up to yourself and all of that. So, so we're talking about Fisal Shonbo's um, undercover report about Nigerian police stations, and um, too many people have experienced this. He said that he stopped cutting his hair for so many months. And he created one dreadlock look because he just had to make himself look. Look, yeah. Because we're talking about stereotyping. Stereotyping. That's what they just do. They look at you and say, oh, this one a criminal just because he has dreadlocks. <laughs> or just because he's got a hat in the back like me. He has a tattoo. You know, he's got tattoos or he's carrying a laptop. A, a, few, a, few, a few weeks ago, an hashtag, Stop Robbing Us, was trending globally because in the space of like, Two weeks. Nigerian IT guys, young boys who are into uh, IT or ICT, were arrested, arrested, arrested by the police just because they just carry because they were laptops. And one was on this um, bike alien thing, uh, OP or one of them new ones, or the other one was in an Uber and everything. It, it's a crime to have long hair. It's a crime to carry a laptop in Nigeria. <sighs> we really want to move this country forward. We want to diversify from oil if we're serious about these things the guys in the entertainment industry that are earning millions of naira millions of dollars now are the ones that the police is targeting the guys in the ict world mm -hmm. that are bringing in millions of exactly. naira into nigeria are the ones that the police are targeting so if you want to divest if you really really want to divest shouldn't you call the police to order we need to talk about these things. There's so many things that we're going to talk about. Part two and part three of Fisaya Shonbo's report is coming it's out. It's coming we're up. Going to talk about well, yeah, it. we're going we'll to definitely we'll talk about it. Focus on these things, and we will not stop talking about it. Not every policeman is bad. Not every policeman yeah, is a criminal. Is a criminal. But the bad guys should be fished out. The bad guys should be fingered, and the bad guys should be kicked out. That's what we're about. That's what we're about. So that's all that we'll be able to take right here. And the bombard. Now, uh, for our people across uh, the globe, uh, people in America and uh, the other parts of the world, there's going to be a repeat. And even in Nigeria, you missed this. Uh, there's a repeat at uh, 7 p.m. Nigerian time? Yes, 7 p.m. Nigerian time um, and whatever time it is. We'd also like to um, ask you guys to please uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Thank you. And, and Facebook. Please yeah, we're Boom, Boom Radio. Radio on Facebook and Boom Radio NG on Twitter and, and Instagram. Instagram. Uh, we're craving your indulgence. Please follow us. And, um, let's, let's do this together. And uh, again, uh, we're on YouTube. And uh, from now, you're going to be seeing a lot of these videos uh, out there on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Help us grow. Like us. Listen to us from time to time. And uh, tell us what you want to hear. Let us get feedback from you. What are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? What do you want to know? Please shout out to everybody who's been there for us, man. We really appreciate you guys. God bless you. God yeah. keep you. God guide you. And um, okay. this this one is for you guys, man. Have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon slash evening slash morning. 
wherever you wherever are. Wherever you are. Peace. Yes, ma'am. This is the Boom Bar on your Boom Radio NG. My name is Shola Rogers, and I've got and I'm Ola Doluko. You know, the one and only. And of course, it's that time of the day when we bring it to you, cold and smooth. Okay. What are we bringing? Cold. We're bringing the drinks. You know what I'm saying? So I got the ice. Oh. I got the water. I got two bottles of water. Why do we have yeah. two bottles of... It's a bar now. Can we leave it to ourselves? You know? And all of that, of course. But that's not the only thing we're bringing to you very cool. There's a whole lot of stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, we try to... It's a bar, so at this bar, we come here and we um, speak our minds. We talk about a whole lot of things that, that's, that's happening. Like, today's World Food Day. And let's talk about it. What is the World Food Day? But we're not really looking at the United Nations or Food uh, Agency World Food Deal. There is a minister in our country that has an opinion that some of us agree with and some of us disagree with about hunger. That's an opinion. Yeah, it's his opinion. It's not okay. a statement of fact. Only when you bring numbers that will now say, "Oh, no, 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 that's, no, that's not even what I wanted to say." <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, it's, don't, 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 you know what? Don't let me say anything. Yes. So Don't just we'll talk about anything. that and of course we'll talk about border closure and uh, what's happening across the borders and what's really really going on and what people are saying or thinking about it you know we'll talk about that and definitely we will talk about fake news fake news all the time <laughs> fake news but this particular one this one somebody with somebody goof though somebody really this one really with goof. Meal. Ah, you know and that's why we need to realize that every human being is prone to make mistakes we at times maybe i am one of the guilty ones idolize people and hold them up there on the pedestal and say this person oh impeccable you know then you come and see the person at times make the kind of mistake that even you would make i heard something this week if i for pull that me knows that i watch a lot of movies and a lot of series a lot of shows and I was watching something, I don't remember, it was really early this week or last week. And it was the person said a statement that caught me like crazy. And he said, never meet your heroes. <laughs> no, that one okay. Is, that one is a personal something Okay. <laughs> Please do not start that today. Don't meet your heroes. Don't work with your mentors. <laughs> oh, sorry, mentor. <laughs> Okay, anyways, <laughs> I think that at times, and I kind of agree, a lot of people, when you actually think back, and a lot of people that you really, really felt they were a particular way, and I think that it is not their fault. I think it's uh, you that are idealizing the person that has a problem. Yep. Because when you look at it, at the end of the day, this person is human as well. The person didn't even tell you to. Watch the person you. didn't even ask you. He didn't ask you to for... put him on a pedestal. It was just. Are you know? Speaking about pedestals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, okay. Sorry if it seems like I watch a lot of stuff, but as as silly as the things that I watch are, 
I don't know these days. I tell, just tend to pick one thing. There might be it might be a joke, yeah. But some things just you know when some things just call out to you, and it kind of happens to be a lot these days. Yesterday, um, you see Red Table Talk, yeah. You know Red Table Talk. I know Red Table. I love that show. So the latest episode was um, about Alicia Keys, and instead of a red table. They had a red grand piano. piano. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, like, really, really beautiful. So they got... To, there was a part where they were talking, and then... She, um, I can't remember the question exactly. And then... She was talking about people that... Okay, that... People don't think... Okay, they were asking her the expectations. What people think... She, who people think she is. She said people... Some people think that she's so sweet that maybe when she curses beside someone, the person is like... So you really do these things to like, I'm human as well. And she now said something. You said that you hear that some people tell you that um, I've put you on such a high pedestal. Know, yeah. And then uh, why would you drop? She now said that she's come to realize, guy, don't put me on it. Let's be all on this floor together. <laughs> Let's be on the floor together. Like, don't put me on any pedestal. I'm human like you. Everybody does silly things. Don't expect me to be superhuman, basically. Yeah. And it really struck out to me like, okay, I think that's the problem. You, we think too much of a particular person. So when they ha do a little thing, even we do it to ourselves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, and I, I think that's also what makes us human. Like, yeah. These are the things that uh, will make you realize that you're that not after superhuman. All, you're just human. You're not a demigod. You're just human and you're mortal. And having said that, um, we'll move to this particular minister. Yeah, actually. It's World Food Day. And uh, of course, there's, there's, there's a, a few things. There's a few things. There's a reason why. Um, description World, World Food Day is celebrated every year around the world on 16th October in honor of the date of the founding of the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations oh. in 1945. Oh. And in response to that, our new agriculture minister says there's no hunger in Nigeria. Oh. He said, I think we're producing enough to feed ourselves. I think there's no, under, there's no hunger in Nigerians. There could be inconveniences. Sorry, one question, please. What does it mean by inconveniences? I don't understand that English. Because what does it mean by inconveniences? <laughs> this laughter, please do not mistake my laughter for the fact that you might assume that there's something funny. This is me laughing because I can't cry. I know when fella said, man, no fit cry. You know, you get to a point where you, you can't cry, you start to laugh. Eh? Excuse me. May we not be boxed in a corner. May we not be insulated from reality. May we not be in a position where we fail to realize that our current situation is not what obtains with other people. Okay. I, I think the minister is not in touch with reality. I don't think so. I, I, I think it's removed from what's happening in Nigeria. Funny enough, I was going to say something which I know we're having this discussion before we came on. And it's like, in a way, let me try and play the devil's advocate here a bit. We need that, actually. Maybe, just maybe, 
we might actually have enough food yeah we might producing enough and even importing enough it might be a lot about the purchasing power which is two things purchasing power as in you have money and two you have enough money to buy the food you want or the money you have has enough value to buy what you want okay i like the way you've broken it down but for me i um i don't want to agree with you okay if we go by how nigeria was a few years ago things were not this difficult we could the, the purchasing power that you're referring to was there everybody that's there was that's, money that's what i'm saying that you know? it might not be the food in itself if you're talking about the value it might be the value of what you can get with the purchasing power you have but so there might be food all around you this is why i said i kind of differ from what you're saying right that and we might be saying the same thing at the end of the day when we meet somewhere halfway i'm saying that we're doing the same things that we were doing then you know we're also in the same way in fact we're working harder now but we're not earning a lot of nigerians are not earning money the way they used to earn that's purchasing power thank you so i feel government needs to fix that yeah do not tell us about how you think that you're producing enough because if you were competition drives price down prices down true if, true for true. instance then That's take a look at take, take look a look at, at um, the cost of um, making phone calls we had this discussion off air a few years ago in nigeria you would travel to go and buy airtime on your phone there was no usd uh, usd code usd code and all SSD, that there was no um, person selling chapter down the road because it was too expensive exactly SIM cards went for as high as 60 70 80k for a sim card today it is virtually free why competition you know demand and supply so if indeed we have enough food to be supplied to nigerians then it will be affordable because competition will drive the price, price down. down. It will drive the price okay. down. Okay. But I kind of agree. Because I the food see that you claim is available is not. That's why. That's why it's still expensive. Some yeah? people even have a monopoly of certain items. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So I, I don't know where they're getting this from. We were discussing I, the other day about um, um, the different types of um, red oil. Yeah. In Yoruba, we call it yeah. Uh, yeah. We're discussing about it and sorry, one question is there a pop fufu? Eh, but that's what they call it. They always say, you know, <laughs> I get it, but is it you don't know? Okay, there might be. We'll search, we'll find it, we'll you check know? it out. So, so, so what, what it is is you made me see the difference in the fact that the oil, the um, red oil that's equal or equal from Delta, oil. from De- uh, palm oil, yeah, from Delta State and other parts of the south, south, and southeast. Mm-hmm cost more yeah. than the type of, of the same palm oil from the southwest yeah and you broke it down and said you, you had to do with the processing and yeah how this one took longer to produce that's why it costs mm-hmm. more 
So that's the point I'm trying to make. Like we already have that established that and oh if you get to the market, just wait just the same way they'll tell you, oh, this is a Cameroonian uh, pepper, yeah, it's X amount, yeah, this is something yeah, tomato, yeah. it's X amount. You hear your bad tomato, house hard tomato and all that. Yeah. But when there is a lot of these things in circulation, it is just a simple thing. It will go down. If we had enough houses in Lagos, Abuja, Portacot, and all the major cities, the cost of rent must go down. Because if a landlord says a three-bedroom apartment is two million naira, and for on the same street, same kind of house, you get it for one million, which one would you take? Yeah. You take the one million naira. Exactly. Since exactly. it's the same thing. So demand and supply. and supply. So I don't know where the minister got that story from. I don't know why he feels this. I think it sounds a little clueless. Totally, yeah. Especially when he's he removed not like from, he most, did, from reality. He did not. Um, if you're going to say that, especially as a minister, I would expect that he will come up with facts and figures. It does. If not, then not even in Nigeria where everybody is almost uh, angry at the moment. If you don't have facts, you need to tell us, oh, that actually uh, 10,000 tons of tomatoes were harvested and X amount was processed, X amount was exported mm -hmm. and sold. Two years ago, um, the federal government announced now that we were exporting yam. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. As in, we're talking about information. Oh, we can actually export this. A few years ago, so many years before this government came into power, Nigeria was exporting cassava to Brazil and other places where they were converting it and using it to uh, produce uh, ethanol and all of that. Of course, ethanol is used to uh, power uh, machines and vehicles and all of that. Do you get what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't just talk without giving us facts and figures. You know, uh, so we sabi now, not be every Nigeria and you go to bamboo. Okay. That's, that's what we're saying. So anyways, it seems to me like a lot of them are clueless. And speaking about clueless at the moment, or let's talk about, speaking about food at the moment, yeah, well, food let's move to the border closure issue. Is, they are interrelated. They're kind of interrelated because let's look at it. It's, there's a lot of things, a lot of food items right now that are being affected in Nigeria, in Benin. There, I even saw a picture about two days ago of um, someone actually took pictures of rotting to those of you who are watching at home and uh, we just uh, experienced the power cut but uh, we'll continue the program with the hope that the generator will come on but if it doesn't come on, we're probably going to have to shut down the video. We're shutting down the video, right? Okay. So we shut down the uh, videos, and um, if and when the generator comes on or power is restored, we'll do that, you know? So um, you were trying to say something, Jogu? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, all right. I get you. All right, um, it's still the Boomba on your Boom Radio NG, uh, reaching you all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. And um, let me just chip in, if you're listening wherever you are, or you get to listen to later. This is the first day in like three weeks that we've not had rain in, in 24 hours, and we pray it continues. 
Long may it continue because we've had too much rain. Amen. Amen. And, and the floods are just killing us, man. Trust me. Amen. I totally, totally, totally agree. And um, so speaking about border closure. Mm-hmm. Um. Looks like there's a lot of countries that have been affected. Uh, it's and not just uh, Benin Republic. No, it's not just Benin Republic. And it looks like Nigeria is having a field day. <laughs> okay, so... So, the continued closure of Nigerian borders with her closest West African countries is continued to generate reactions within and outside the country. Many travelers were struck by the reality of the situation... On August 22nd, 2019, when they found themselves stranded following the sudden closure of the busy Seme and Idiroko borders, which separated Nigeria and neighboring Republic of Benin. Oh my God. So people, oh my God. So some people probably went to buy something in yeah, Benin Republic. Had... Didn't see it coming. Oh, okay. Okay, no, I didn't see it like that. I never actually thought about it like that but anyways initially the nigerian customs services denied the federal government's involvement in the closure of borders but it owned up to the truth later and described the development as a joint security exercise ordered by the government and tagged operation x swift response it was not until president muhammad buari explained to his benenoa counterpart mr patrice talon the nigeria shut the border to prevent smugglers from bringing rice into the country mm. that the narrative changed and every nigerian knew what was going on the spokesman of the nigeria customs service mr joseph Atta, described the exercise as a joint operation coordinated by the office of the national blah 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 they already said that already <laughs> anyways Moving on, the Nigerian Customs Service had in 2016 banned importation of rice through the land borders. Despite these measures, imported rice continued to flow the Nigerian market at rock-bottom prices, thereby rendering locally produced rice very unattractive to buyers. Amid persistent complaints from many affected Nigerians, the Nigeria Customs Service and some members of the public have had endorsed the federal government decision to close the borders, describing it as the most successful and effective measure so far adopted in curtailing the influx of small good rice and other goods to the country. Mm. Trucks of loads of perishable goods have been found at Seme. The controller of the SDS said the agency's review has re- risen to over five billion revenue, naira revenue. Sorry, has risen yeah, to reason. to over five billion naira daily since the closure. Also, more than two hundred illegal immigrants he added were apprehended across the border, and thousands of bags of rice and other contrabands confiscated. Hmm. So, looks like. We're still talking about food because yeah. it's, it was basically about rice, but not just even rice. Anybody that watches um, what's it called? Anybody that watches that buys this um, frozen chicken? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's basically non-existent anymore. Yeah. If you even find it is 
extremely, extremely expensive right now? It's not existing. It's just that it's uh, not the foreign one. <laughs> exactly. Basically. So, I think that, I personally think that this is one of the best things the Bari government has ever done. And people are still complaining. Countries like Ghana. Yeah, so um, to be honest, uh, we need to take a look at these things from different angles and all of that. I was more concerned about the illegal bunkering of PMS mm-hmm. and um, crude products. Which apparently was not even that the was, reason. That, that was not the target. That was not even the target. You get but in a country that sells at the pump price of 145, 144, mm-hmm. sharing a border with a country that sells over a thousand naira pump price, <laughs> almost 10% of what we sell, of course, we were bound to be the ones supplying exactly. them. But federal government was not supplying them, or NNPC was not supplying them. It was some unscrupulous Nigerians who were. Buying fuel at the normal rate here, heavily subsidized fuel from Nigerian government to go and sell for a profit across the border. I feel that opens up an angle for the Nigerian government. I think Nigeria should talk to the Kotonu people uh, and sell fuel to them at, uh, not of course, not at the Nigerian rate, but something lesser than what the smugglers are selling. You know, when smugglers are selling uh, fuel at almost 800, 900 naira per liter, if the federal government sells to them at 500 naira, they'll drop at it. Yeah, but... And we'll make money. Okay. As a country, you know, we'll make money. It won't, it won't be subsidized. You understand? So, that, that angle is one of the angles that I, I want us to take a look at. You know, I, I like the glow from that laptop. <laughs> Anyways, so, um... Right Yay. now, um, so the Ghanaian government, yeah, I've now been Ghanaian's foreign minister and in regional integration, Shirley Ayoko, has appealed to the Nigerian government to let goods from Ghana enter Nigeria. Seriously, she said this in the light of recent closure of Nigeria's western borders in order to curb illegal entry of banned items. She also said that the Ghanaian government will make use of all diplomatic avenues to get Nigeria to reopen its western borders for the free flow of goods from Ghana to the sub-region. I'm sorry. Let's talk about this. But when you look at it politically, Mm. if this is the only thing that Buari is going to score in the eyes of Nigerians, are you sure he's really going to jeopardize that for you people? Where you look at it? So, so, Let's be um, honest. So, even Ghana is affected by Nigeria's uh, border closure. <laughs> you would know the thieves. The people that be seen. When I'm neighbors like that, then, uh, uh, oh, oh. they're not Ben or Togo. Oh. Even Togo said, we don't share a common border. You understand? Mm-hmm. Eh? So, this is a major matter. It's a major matter. Okay. It's obvious that Nigeria is truly giant of Africa. If there is a lot of giant countries... Giant of West Africa, right? Anyways, whatever you like, you see. The amount of countries that are angry... That we close our borders. That we close our borders. What is our border now? Uh, but, you know, the Ghanaians are saying that um, Nigerian goods are making their way to Ghana. So, how come... Okay, let's be... Uh, they, should, they should close their border. Let everybody sit in their country. Uh, 
I don't look for. Why okay. Why so evil? I'm serious. Okay. Let everybody sit in their country. Okay. Whatever we have, we will eat. Whatever we have, we will wear. Necessity okay. is the mother of invention. We will sit, everybody sit in your country. Now, a big shout out to everybody that's watching this uh, on Facebook, especially. Uh, we are experiencing a power cut and all of that. And of course, show must go on in this business. We keep working. We thank you guys for being there for us. So let's get back to this border matter. Now, don't go. We should all shut our borders. Everybody should That's shut their saying. border. And everybody no. should eat what they have. See, if it's a banamala that we eat in Nigeria and Gary and uh, we have plenty meat. In fact, too much. You know we have what, plenty meat. What, what plenty what? chicken. Everybody should okay. sit in their country. Let's talk Don't solutions. go anywhere. Let's talk solutions. Okay. One of the issues now is that um, the Nigerian government is and asking people who really want to import things that are not on our list of banned items to come through the seaport. It makes sense. You know? Makes sense. So now the Ghanaian, You want to import stuff, go to the sea. The Ghanaian businessmen are saying that, oh, they already um, transported the items to the land border. And hey, transport it to the sea now. Nah. They've already lost a lot of money waiting for the uh, borders to uh, be Sorry, it might not be open anytime soon. Our prayers are solely being answered. Shouldn't we be happy that the Lord is doing a lot? Transport it to the sea. If not, carry it back to your country. End of story. Bam. No hard, no hard feelings. <laughs> they said that um, this border closure is also affecting Ghanaian Union of uh, Traders. Uh, He's paying. I don't know why their in-house economy is affected by Nigeria's borders. It's your shito and what is it that they used to eat? Uh, 1K. Uh, it's and, your... And dokunu. Do, whatever it is. No hard feelings, but actually, it's your... Like, uh, it's your food. I have, I have Let us eat our eba. You know, you know 1K is like um, rice and beans cooked together. Uh, and it's brownish and it's uh, so nice. And yeah. dark pepper. And all okay, that. whatever it is. Then there's dokunu, which uh, some people... Uh, call, there's another name for it though, but Dokuno is uh, corn. Okay. You know, it's, it's okay. Nice. We, we know it tastes meat. nice. Yes, we get it. So eat we your food. Let us eat our own moi moi and our own um, apple. We will stick to our own. You stick to yours. It's not difficult. You people are just wicked. Yes, we are. But, Go but, to the sea. If you cannot transport to the sea or transport it to the air, sorry. Moving on. We're not opening it anymore. One of the scariest things, and no matter what anybody says, we need to look at these things from different perspectives, is the fact that the population of Kotonu, as compared to the amount of things that they import... I don't even think they produce anything in that country. No, they don't. And apparently, almost 90% of what's imported into Kotonu finds its way to Nigeria. Yeah. So, see, because it's easier to import stuff into Cotonou and just carry it, drive down to Nigeria. So, to make it very easy, they should just apply so that, in, I think, to the World Court or something, that they want to join Nigeria. Uh, we get it. Why now? So that we know that we are catering for p- two people at the same time. How many states does Nigeria have? 36. We have had enough of no, no. See, you don't understand. States. You don't understand. We don't want to add another. You don't one. understand. We are already feeding them, clothing them, pr- 
like their economy basically is based on our business or the amount of stuff the they can Even import the is filled with nigerians yeah. is based on the what they what the money that they are uh, country makes is basically based on the economy is basically based on things that you can import and export out of in and out of nigeria to the few to whatever so what's the point we are already catering to you people so just let us join joe just come and join is there's no point at the end of the day mm -hmm. let's really be honest there's really no point at the end of the day if somebody else another country has not even there's really something wrong with nigeria just because they shut their land borders not even everything just the land borders and they are feeling the pinch this much it actually just shows that there are a lot of things that are wrong with um, the trade between Nigeria. And let's be honest, and, and, Nigeria is almost not and, affected, and, and ex except traders that but, illegal that carry illegal goods. No, That's the only thing. No, the, the, the Nigerians are affected. Let's be honest. Um, for instance, now the textile, you find that a lot of people who trade in textile. I'm now telling you that certain materials are no longer available. Yes. So let's be honest. These things were banned before now. That's what I'm saying. How so are they making it to the open market? So can't in the we first just place? that's what I'm saying. In on paper, on in reality, where men no, on paper, those things are not even supposed to be in the country in the first place. Meaning that what we're trying to adapt to now, we should have adapted to it earlier on. Yeah? We really, really should have. Years ago, when we those things have. were officially banned we from have. chicken, when I think it was years of um, Obasanjo that he banned that, to I think a few years ago, it was 2016 that Buhari banned um, rice. Yeah, to Texas, I think Obasanjo too was one that um, banned Texas. All those things, if those things were done properly, then we are trading, um, our textile market, our textile industry would have increased, you know, would have gotten better. So, yes, let us feel the, the pinch now that we the, should have felt a few years ago. The design and production of Ankara, we call it Ankara, mm -hmm. eh? but, you know, it's named after uh, the Turkish uh, city, Ankara, and mm. all of that. But there's a story behind that, but let's not even bother about that. Nigeria's textile industry has seen several booms. Yeah. But the only reason why our textile industry died is because of importation. Let's get real. So that's, that's what I'm saying. As Nigerians, let's be honest with ourselves. Now, the shirt I'm wearing, of course, is made in Nigeria. Okay. It's sewn by my friend Ade Ade. He's like Sonny Ade son. Free shout out. I'm doing free advert for you now. <laughs> but the textile but is the definitely textile not. Looks like maybe it was imported. Yeah. So a lot of people wonder, ah, your shirt is nice. Well, is it TM? No, it's not. It's actually sewn in Sulere, you know? But where am I going with this? If we could achieve this, let's get real, Niger. Now that your Ankara is being appreciated in America, in Australia, Beyonce in is wearing Ankara. Rihanna is wearing Ankara. They're appreciating your fashion and your fashion style and your fashion Funny sense. thing. Not just your musical. Funny thing. Hmm. Is it just me that... The way, the waves that Nigeria and Nigerians are making. Just yesterday, I was telling you about the um, show that I just discovered. 
that as in it was amazing to hear people in fact the producer the director and the producer is our people that actually produce the big bang theories the um what's it called young sheldon the um the actually really big sitcoms and i was shocked because and you could dedicate it to nigeria to about nigeria about nigeria like there were people actually making and it was of it were they were actually nigerians real yeah? nigerians not not, you, not those fake people that do you, don't you do you get angry let, oh let, my god you hear don't let's, uh, let's don't, talk about don't, this. hey ah, i'm trying to don't get wait, that accent Wait, do you get angry? It's pissing. It even happened in Black Panther. Yes. When people try to talk like Africans. When people. Your daddy said that. Your daddy. We don't okay. talk like that. I don't know. Some Africans might, but Nigerians don't. Oh, but remember that the movie started with um, the Black Panther coming to Nigeria. So, yeah. To um, um, the at, yeah. And remember, Forest. A, a big shout out to all the people talking about Chibok Girls. 2,000 days and counting. Mm-hmm. Lord, wherever these girls are, because I, I I don't have any other thing than to pray now. Let them still come back, the ones that are alive, because we have heard that some of them are dead. Let's be honest, they're you not know? all yeah. alive. You know, and also Leah Sharibo. I won't forget Leah Sharibo. I pray that she returns in one piece. She yeah. left as a girl. She's going to come back as a woman. She's been there for too long. You know, Lord protect her, guide her. And um, give our family the strength to keep believing that she will return. Because we pray she returns. So back to the Nigeria story. Does it not drive you mad that you're watching a movie? It's about Africa. They create funny names for us. The names that don't exist. They don't even exist. They create uh, funny cities that are not real. No problem with that. You can do For that. anybody listening and watching, just they go you know, check. Stupid intonations that's what pisses me off the most go check bob hearts abishola in fact that was the very first time i would ever hear that word that name i in fact when i first saw i'm like okay when i honestly when i first saw it i thought that maybe they actually spelled abishola wrong Mm. i'm like okay even though let's be honest Mm. h is not in but anyways that's that's by the way but it was cool that we heard Yoruba conversations, not, not just real, real Yoruba conversations, and I'm like, finally, people are beginning to realize that. And you know, the Nigerian, eh, eh, <laughs> do you guys like, oh, eh. this officially you know? sounds Nigerian? So, Niger, appreciate your own, love your own, take care of your like, own. Let's just stick let, to our really own. The world stick. is appreciating us, work, we should appreciate out. ourselves. Let's work out on this one and um, let's put it out there. Let's let's do the right things, you know. Exactly, what exactly, right. basically. And um, no matter what happens, at least at the end of the day, we'll be able to say that we were part of the generation that brought Nigeria back on the map. To its glory, yeah. Look, this is the country that um, started the first TV station in Africa. Do you know it's 60 years now? Yeah. Nigeria. 60 years today i respect multi-choice and what they're doing i respect super sports multi-choice and um everything dstv and what they're doing but it actually started here in, in nigeria. nigeria yeah but is it our just fault? refused to is grow it their fault that we didn't grow we just refused mm-hmm. to grow 
we have NTA network, oh, the biggest, largest network in Africa. Yeah, That's yeah. what they say, but how large is your network when it's just more or less moribound? Very, very. Oh, one of my favorite words these days, comatose. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. On that issue, we're talking about something a little more interesting. Fake news. Stop yelling. Sorry. It's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. We're supposed to be posh. You know, we're talking fake about, news. we're going to be talking about um, a senior advocate of Nigeria. Really? It's supposed to be, you're supposed to be posh about it. You know. All right. So what you talking about, Mike? Okay. You Wait, don't Mike. sound nice. All right, Mike. You don't. You're right, Mike. You don't. Bovina. Hi, Mike. So, anyways, a Lagos based activist. I need to call his name with, you know. Um, Savoir Frere. You know. Pizzas. Pizzas. You know, panache. You know, panache. And, and so. Well, let's be serious with the mother. <laughs> so, anyways. Uncle Bros, Daddy. Daddy. Ah. Our one and cool. only human you rights lawyer. You for my breast. Femi Falano. SAN actually goofed yesterday. Shocking. So let me give you the gist. So about two days ago, uh-huh. a particular George Mogalu got an appointment with the president of Nigeria. Wow. Congratulations, Congratulations to whoever you Mogalu is family. Yeah. Home and abroad. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really. You're doing that. Shout out, shout out. Really do that. Shout out to the Mogalu. You're family. really doing that. Anyways, we don't. I know I need to actually find out if he's actually related to Kinsley Mogalu. Does it matter? Does it really, so really matter? So, anyways, yesterday, um, Femi Falano was at an event, and then kaboom, where Kinsley Mogalu, who was or who is, was it? The candidate, presidential candidate for YPP, mm-hmm. the 2019 presidential elections, mm-hmm. was actually there. And Mr. Femi Falano. Uncle, uncle. Okay. Uncle Daddy. Uncle Bruce, Daddy, yeah. Shaman. Shaman. Shia. How they go at Mr. Professor? Is actually a professor. Is it prof? Professor it prof? Kinsley Mogalu that he contested. And then moved on and went on and on and on and went off on this man. Apparently, it was a different person entirely. Wait, I say my uncle made a mistake. I say my uncle. He He goofed. Possible now. Uh, Daddy's son. It's not possible now. It's not possible. He goofed. That's what it means. Did you read the story or you saw it? Yes, I did. I saw the video and I read the this. The video was doctored. Someone like my uncle is a son. He can't oh, make we're back to this doctored story. Yes, he can't make such mistakes. He, he doesn't make mistakes. Ah, he doesn't. How now? He doesn't. Mm-hmm, so you were saying something? Okay, so he goofed anyways. For real? Yes. And he called out Professor Kinsley Mogalu. In actual fact... It was a particular judge, Magalu, that got... Not Kingsley. Not Kingsley. Which I feel that he should have done his findings. Research. More like... Confirm. Can I say something? Yes, please. More like he really honestly was in his business. Only no. if he had not said anything at no. all. No, no. You see, 
no, no. The, the, um, people who are uh, activists, people who are outspoken, they must always have an opinion about everything. No, that's not it. That's yeah. the way it seems. That's not. That's no. 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 People who are in in the eye of the storm, the eye of the public, people who speak for people oh. would have to talk. You know, he was speaking on behalf of the Nigerian people because he felt that. You cannot. It's just like um, my, my, my brother, Shawore. Who your brother? Yeah, I respect Shawore now. He's your We're brother. From the same generation. So. Is, how is he? How is how, how does Shawore have to do with Rogers? Undo. So. Yoruba. So. Activism. So. Uh, and all of those things, you know. How are you? Hey, see, this is how people get <laughs> arrested, though. Because I said Shawore. I'm just telling you. Shawore is my brother. Come and arrest. Ah, uh, okay. Excuse me. And we are together. No, excuse me, move back. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, draw your line. Draw your line. <laughs> like, you see, mm, just you. in case. Uh, no the whole world can see. Uh, no problem. Are you done? Not yet, but just you like can carry on. Shore, my brother, who had contested an election. And this is where I have an issue. I'm not saying that Shore cannot fight the fight that he wants to fight. But I'm just saying that, come on, you're a presidential aspirant and all of these things have transpired. It's difficult mm. for you to transmit from that to this. You get so it's pretty shocking, but we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Anyways, Uncle Femi Falano, I'm in pain. Okay, I'm in pain. But can I say something, yes. Sue? The you can also not totally, totally, totally fault the man. Yes, no, it was a can. case of. Mistaken identity. But also, in the story, just that same day that a, an appointment was made, actually, Kinsley Mogalu had also resigned from YPP. Okay. But the story still remains that we say you must verify. Yeah, true. And you must confirm. And... Let me teach, if you've never heard it before, but I know a lot of people have, but let me just say it again. If in doubt, leave out. If you're in doubt about something, like, except you're sure that, oh, that the federal government of Nigeria announced that Kingsley Mogalu of the YPP is this, this, this. Please don't assume. Not every Mogalu is related now. You know? Not every Mogalu is related. Not everyone. So, back to the matter, Sha. Open and close back to the matter. Anyways, Sha. So, yesterday again, Mr. Mogalu has asked for um, a a public apology. Yes. Because it was a a taint on his character. And he was publicly insulted, I think. Do you know why I respect that guy, Kingsley Mogalu? He was there when... Um, yes, he was sitting right um, there. Barrister or lawyer or daddy Femi Falano came for him. And he just stayed calm. He, he, he's me, he's, he's, to me, my man of the week. You know? If there's a boom bar award, which we said we would do, if you allow me, I'll give him my own man of the week. Like Because he could actually have gotten, could have up, gotten there up there and said, look... I want to reply now. But I think Kingsley Mogalu is a gentleman. 
And he said, you know what? This is not bros. Make an allowance. But I'll go deal with her. And that is statement uh, was heavily laden yeah. with a lot of vexation. Like, daddy, if you don't apologize, you will pay. And I'm glad that uh, no, uh, of course he's, he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. And he, he knows. He I'm down. sure that he knows the consequences. No, but we must give him kudos for that. Like he actually did say, you know what? I'm sorry. I did. I said this. You don't even get my point. Uh, my, I even think that he knows the consequences of what could have could happen. Do you want me to mention lawyers who are causing trouble in this country? They are lawyers too. It doesn't stop them. Okay. <laughs> All right then. So moving on quickly. Still talking about fake stuff in Nigeria. We're moving to fake currency. And the CBN has said, that's the Central Bank of Nigeria, said today that a total of 119,663 pieces of counterfeit notes with a nominal value of about 98.82 million naira was recorded in 2018. Like fake from fake news to fake money. Uh, eh? The CBN said that the figure indicated a decline of 1.3% in volume terms and an increase in 5.77% in value value terms. 98.2.82 million yes. fake bank notes. notes. And funny enough, Whoa. it is said that 501,000 naira denomination remained the most commonly counterfeited bank notes. Those are the most valuable which notes in Nigeria. accounted for 65 and 34 percent respectively of course look they're the most valuable what i was what was you going to you do for you the one that you make money from so wait a minute that's approximately 100 millionaire fake bank notes exactly detected by the cbn in 2018. that's crazy do you know for you know that used to really really be a thing it's not as i don't think it's as common as it used to be before it, it, it was crazy way back because one of the earliest things that i learned about currency and um is that um you take money let me bring out this five okay, do we know you have money you, and to test it you squeeze yeah it. they tell you that you squeeze it then you leave it and it will unwrap like this one is unwrapping now, so it's original. <laughs> yeah, there the were a few things that they were like that. Um, when you look at up, the items that you need to look for, when you look at it up the in, eagle, the, in the, in the center, yeah, that this image, the eagle here, here is there. there's always <laughs> all, all sorts of things. Then you see that they tell you that it's always neat, but you know what? It's never dirty. That no, banknotes can be very, oh, they look very. I, I disagree with the neat aspect of it. The truth is. So you can do this for one note. You can even do it for ten notes. So are you saying you get five hundred thousand naira in five hundred naira notes? You want to discriminate everyone. There's the other time that growing up, um, a lot of shops had these neon lights. Yeah, they, they buy still those do. green ones, they and they will have them somewhere. Blue, bluish. Uh, it could, detect, it could detect it could detect and once you put it there it just shows you banks still the has markers yes the banks, banks still, still use them, use them. a lot shops of people, them shops yeah even shops. shops i've seen them in a few shops give me my five money i wasn't taking it i tried to grab my money 
So trying to grab your money. Let's be um, trying serious. to grab your money. Yes. So what we're saying is that okay. um, fake currency does not manufacture itself. It doesn't. Of course, some people are sitting on this some gold mine to some people. Ninety-eight point eight two million, and that's the one that they detected. And sixty percent of that was one thousand naira. Yes, thirty-four point something percent, percent was five hundred naira. That's a lot of money that people are counterfeiting. And <sighs> let's be honest, guys. How does this happen? How? Yeah. People manufacture it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it happens. I'm just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just shocked. You're shocked? Okay. Maybe I'm just shocked. Okay, before um, we leave, as usual, we will do a little bit of um, social media stuff. But even before we do that, I think we should still be able to take at least one more story. Yeah? yeah? Another one. So, apparently, it's time to Google that artwork in your house. Why? Why should I just You might be sitting on some cool, cool cash. Are you sure? A painting by the artist considered to be the father of Nigerian modernism mm. has been bought for $1.4 million at an auction in London after the owners googled the artist's signature. $1.4 million. That's mm. about 1.1 million pounds. Okay, so and the, a million pounds is about... Um, Four hundred and sixty million naira. Yeah. Point one. Let's just say almost five hundred. About five hundred million naira. Half a billion. Yeah. Painting. One. Nigeria. You have a painting house. Let's I go. have a painting. Let's, let's go out. On the wall. Ha! Don't worry, Wait. people. By the time we are this back. This painting was sitting on the wall. Yeah, it was. Yes, So apparently, Ben Nwongu's ah, Christine. Christine. Painted in 1971 in Lagos, Nigeria, had been in the home of the family of the Sita since then. Wow. Auction House Sotheby's says, but following the passage of time, they were unaware of the significance of the painting or the importance of the artist until a chance googling of the signature. Enwowu died in 94, yeah, also pronounced Tutu, produced Tutu which had been described by Nigerian novelist Ben Okri as the African Mona Lisa. Shout out to Ben Okri, man. Tutu was also sold last year for about $1.5 million. Yeah. After it was discovered in a London flat. $1 million is $361 million. That's half a million, right? Wow. That's another 100 and... Oh, man, okay. that's almost... It's about the same, yeah. Wow. <sighs> so... And this is amazing, right? This uh what's done by Nigerian artists. Exactly, yeah. That's the way I say, eh? Nigeria is really getting the... Making the mark. Nigerians, they're really making the mark. Whether the government is good or not. So, guys, they're doing uh, the, no matter what you do, wherever you are... Just go, be good go. at it. Go, 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 give them your best. Your best, And yeah. to all of you who keep paintings, go and check now. You have a Ben Owen walk. It's worth millions of dollars millions, now. Millions, no millions, millions. So, um, despite efforts by Nigerian government and South African government and xenophobia in South Africa, the Nigerian community in South Africa has confirmed 
the killing on one of its members again. Ikena Otugo. Silva Okonkwo, acting chairman of Nigerian Union in South Africa, told the news agency of Nigeria on Wednesday that the diseased was killed in the province on Tuesday. He said that Mr. Otugo, 41, a native of Nemo in, 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 Koka, in Jikoka, Jikoka yeah. local government area of Anambra, was allegedly stabbed to death by unknown assailants over a business disagreement. Okay. We don't know if this is going to stop or when it's going to so stop. Xenophobia, even with. Um, but uh, I'm Buhari. sure that everybody knows that it's not just going to fly away it overnight. Won't, it won't. But we don't, we don't want people dying over such things, you know? Yeah. And um, <laughs> we just. Let's, let's, let's go to social media. There are some really nice stories on social media. Okay, so something just caught my attention. Looks like a lot of people. Social media is doing a lot. About yes. last week, I saw a person that took pictures of a Mercedes. Mercedes and, and that guy they got, a lot. Yes, and a lot. he actually got a message. He got the attention of Mercedes. No, actually. he got that weeks ago, actually. Oh. You know, and so now he's now trying to do for Coca-Cola and other people. Yeah. The guy is a creative photographer on photographer. Twitter. And he's doing a lot of nice things. Young Nigerian. Yeah. yeah. So right now, I just opened Twitter and I saw that another... Oshualale Farouk. Yeah. I saw that yesterday. He made um, a picture, he made graphics a for... logo. Yeah, for... Uh, what? He, uh, he created a new logo for... Oh, a new logo for, for Innocent. Moto uh, manufacturer, Innocent Motors. Uh, he, he reached out to them and said that he wanted to upgrade their logo. And logo, yeah. And all of that. So when he tagged their handle, they now... Um, retweeted this the, is the, 44 the minutes image. ago there were, there were four there were four images that he sent to them so then now we and i said that if they get enough uh retweets mm -hmm. that retweet if you want us to look at this logo like if you think we should keep our old logo so a lot of nigerians were retweeting, retweeting so at some point there were eight thousand retweets but there were five thousand likes so the people retweeting really? were very angry at really? the people who were really? liking like Nigeria. Why people like it? Are you really? Not, the issue is Nigerians don't read. So they liked the logo and they were liking the tweet. But eventually uh Innocent has an update. Yeah, and looks like um they finally got the he finally got the attention of the chairman CEO of Innocent Vehicles and has been called upon for a meeting with the chairman. So we pray that something good comes out of that. Make I hope so. And be honest, to be honest, be this is be. the logo is actually beautiful. And I saw, I saw the way he, he broke it, it yeah, down. And the eagle has landed and all of that. Beautiful, beautiful. I think that is actually a beautiful work o of also art. Also, we need to talk about an update on um, our guy, um, Fisao Shoyonbog, a guy that we respect a lot here at Bungbedo. Oh, yeah. He went undercover for a couple of weeks uh, trying to uncover... Well, the evils of uh, being detained at the Nigerian police station. And he tweeted a few hours ago that um, right now the uh, the Pedro uh, police station in Lagos uh, is now <laughs> under investigation okay. by the Nigerian police force. But this is our own take. Is the police trying to say that it's only it's just police that police station? But when you... Okay. I don't want to always sound no, like wait. the devil's advocate here. 
but if they can at least use one police station as a scapegoat i think at least for it for a while he should it would be a deterrent to others but we pray that it goes beyond using one as a scapegoat it goes to the point of institutionalizing this thing to the point where we'll get our police back the police that will allow you to speak your mind and defend yourself in court not at the police the station. police station we hope that that works and we hope that we're getting better we are hoping we're just always hoping but with that that we've come to the end of another day boomba boomba at the boom at the bar actually at the bar another booming day at the bar we thank you for listening we thank you for watching we can catch this again by 7 p.m nigerian time yes and um of course hopefully in a few weeks time most of these programs will be on our podcast yeah so you can just go there download listen at you do when you want to and you know with that we'll be signing out i hope that you enjoy this evening and have a beautiful beautiful day ahead